It's what's up? What's your mind, Cook? I'm Shamai Cook. I have a special guest co-host in the building of the uh, Criminal Justice Ambassadors Club, the president of the Criminal Justice Ambassadors Club, Ebony Reed. What's going on, Ebony? How are you doing? I'm good. How are y'all doing today? I, I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. <laughs> I, I know you were complaining about the weather, the weather and stuff um, on campus. Uh, right now outside but we outside we here we in, well, we're not outside we in, inside in a nice breeze studio in a way uh so uh but i appreciate you coming on the show ebony thank, thank you for having me no problem no problem you are welcome anytime on, on today's show of course we got you covered with the hot headlines the hot report and um nccu uh men's basketball player uh Terrence Crawford is going to join us live here on the show. Um, and, of course, we're going to start the show off with some positivity as we do every show. Um, but aren't you excited for today's show, uh, uh, Ebony? I am. This is my first time doing something like this. So Let, let, the, let the people know a little, about, a little bit about yourself before we go into commercial break. All right, everyone. So, like you mentioned before, my name is Ebony Reed. I am currently a criminal justice major in my sophomore year and um i'm involved a lot on campus and i'm just happy to be here (laughs) well i'm glad that you are here i'm so excited um as we do every show we're gonna start the show off with some positivity giving giving someone the credit that they deserve for being positive um so in a segment called the hot spotlight so it is what it is it's what's hot with shamai cook it's what's up with Shamai Cook. I'm Shamai Cook. I got my guest co-host Ebony Reed in the Back building. Back in the building. Back in the building. That's my song. That's my jam right there. We were jamming. You know, that's that. That's a good record right yeah, there. That's a good record. Oh yes. Oh yesterday. I'm tired I, of it. You know, no, that's the point. That's the point. It's a hot record. All right, it's time for a segment I call it, uh, uh, the Hot Spotlight. This is the segment where I call uh, when I give the, somebody the credit they deserve for being great. Um, uh, and you know, the, giving them credit. That they um they don't get often in um in our society. It doesn't just have to be you know here at Central. It could be in the world. It could be your family member. It doesn't matter. But today I'm going to give the hot spotlight to Mr. Brett Chambers. Mr. Chambers is a professor here at NCCU. He teaches in the Mass Communications Department, um, and he's a proud graduate of Duke University's uh, Terry. Uh, Stafford uh, Stanford School of Public Policy. He's also earned his master's in education technology from uh, NCCU's uh, School of Education. He's also the uh, advisor for uh, the NABJ chapter, uh, the National Association of Black Journalists chapter here at NCCU. And in 2004, when I was born, so that was 19 years ago, uh, Mr. Chambers was inducted to the National Association of Black Journalists Region 5 Hall of Fame in recognition of of his long uh, media career, including award-winning television producer uh, with ABC 11, WTVD, and in uh, of programs addressing education, health, and children's issues. Major props to Mr. Chambers. He's well-deserved. He's a Mr. Chambers is one of those professors that you could go um, in his office during office hours and you just talk about anything, and he'll actually like give you. He's like very hardcore, but he means well because. He wants us all to be successful. Now, Ebony, who who are you going to give your hot spotlight well, to? Well, if I knew we should have had a whole script, about, <laughs> I would have wrote about mine already. But anyways, I'm going to just go based off of my knowledge of knowing him. So yes. the person that I want to put on the hot um, spotlight is Officer James Jackson. Now, you'll probably see him in the library 
Monday through Friday at 6 o'clock because I'm always in there. Yeah. Um, he's a great person. You know, you can have any type of conversation with him, and he will tell you straight up For how real. it is and yeah. what it is. It. Yep. <laughs> so um, I actually remember the first time that I met him. It was actually kind of funny. Um, after, I believe, 11 o'clock, the front door is locked. Yes, so, you know, you have library, to yep. come in and scan your Eagle card. So I guess people, I was one of the people following behind somebody because I had left my Eagle card. And the first thing I see when I walk through the door is Officer James Jackson just sliding across the counter, <laughs> a counter to tell me, oh, I need to see your Eagle card. That was the most funniest <laughs> moment. I could not take him serious, but that was off to, you know, the type of relationship that we have now. So, yeah, I'm very thankful for him. And I definitely feel like he needs the recognition recognition yeah. that he deserves so absolutely now if you want to give somebody the credit they deserve for being great give us a call 919-579-2444 that is the number call us up up next we have uh the hot report the no the hot headlines uh tyson recently recalled 30 uh three three thirty thirty thousand pounds of chicken nuggets so make sure uh you tune in for that yeah Huh? Is that why the cast didn't have anything? Maybe. We'll find out next. <laughs> it's What's Hot with Shemai Cook. You're listening to What's Hot on NCCU Audio Net. It's What's Hot with Shemai Cook. I'm Shemai Cook. I'm my guest co-host, Ebony Reed, in the building. What's going on, Ebony? Good. How is everyone doing? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's time to get into those hot headlines. Here we go. The news these are the stories heating up in the news someone is not doing their job correctly because this is this is blasphemous i'm sorry this is hot headlines allegedly okay on what's hot all right it's time to get into these hot headlines so recently tyson uh that's the that's the company that makes all the chicken nuggets and all the chicken that we basically eat in america uh they recalled over thirty thousand pounds of chicken nuggets so the tyson uh food is voluntary recalling recalling about thirty uh thousand pounds of the dino shaped chicken nuggets after some customers reported uh, reported that they found small pieces of metal in their patties according to the u.s department of agricultural's food safety and inspection services those bags have been in a best if used by date of september 4th 2024 and were sold in alabama california illinois uh, Kentucky, Michigan, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, and Wisconsin. So North Carolina is good. But it, it's kind of weird because I don't know why the calf ran out of chicken nuggets the other day. <laughs> when they usually have them in there every yeah, day. Yeah. So, well, well, hopefully nobody got sued or anything. But I it, it. Yeah, I doubt it. But I'm glad, you know, uh, recently... Basically, the little kids eat the dino shapes, uh, dino shaped nuggets. Uh, I don't see no grown ass person eating the the dino shapes. Uh, I mean, nuggets. you never know. You never know. But that's good. Hopefully, you know, nobody gonna get hurt or anything. Speaking of recalls, Toyota recalled over 1.8 million vehicles over potential fire risk. Toyota Motors is recalling more than 1.8 million RV RAV. Uh, four vehicles over a potential fire risk. The company says batteries 
in certain uh, uh, RAV4 cars from models, model years of um, 2013 and 2018 uh, are too small, which could cause them to shift during force uh, forceful turns and possible catch uh, and possibly can catch fire. That's dangerous. Just imagine if if you are in an Uber and or you're just driving down the street and and you're a Toyota and it just catch fire because you made a, a, a turn. Uh, nah, that's that, that's not my ministry. But I'm glad they caught. <laughs> I'm glad they caught that everything right. Right, everything. I'm glad you cut. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> finally, a company will pay you. They said a company uh, will pay you to make up your bed every day for one month. A jewelry company is paying someone one thousand dollars if they can make their bed uh, daily for thirty days, according to Fox News. The company is looking for someone to journal or blog about having oh, about how how making your bed impacts your overall overall feelings first of all if you don't make your bed that means you're lazy that's number one well sometimes people don't got time in the morning you're rushing i don't care how late i am i'm making my bed before i leave the house i'm not i'm gonna be honest i don't make my bed every day not every day you don't not make your bed day, at least i'm gonna say at least five out of the seven days out of the week. Okay, you that's know, Everyone fair. has those days. Everybody does have those days. But I still make sure my bed is made before I leave the house. And that's why you're late that, to class. Huh? No, oh no. That's sco- <laughs> not, not with that scooter. No, I'm not. Well, at least I'm falling, allegedly. But anyways, uh, coming up, and, and that was the hot headlines. Ebony, what we have coming up in the hot report? All right, so what we have coming up is J. Cole admits that he doesn't charge for his features and his songs. Uh, that's all that and more is What's Up with Shamika? We shall be back. It's What's Up with Shamai Cook. I'm Shamai Cook. Got my guest co-host, Ebony Reed, in and the we building. we are back. Yes, we are back. And it's time for the Hot Report. Here we go. Let's go. I get paid to talk about you, not talk to you. Fan me off, I'm hot, 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 like stolen Chanel. Lock me up in jail. From pop culture to news at NCCU, this is the Hot Report. <laughs> If I want to talk about you, if I feel like you, you're you not doing your job, I'm going to talk about it, whether you like it or not. On What's Hot. Go ahead, Ebony. All right, so what we have up first is J. Cole is admitting that he doesn't actually charge, for, charge artists for his features. He claims that his famous bar of charging 2000 per word was just a flex. Well, appearing on Little Yachty's A Safe Place podcast, the Fayetteville immense opened up about his collaborative process after being asked about what he charges for a hit j cole's feature and that's when the no rose models rapper admitted that he actually hands out verses for free and we have audio from that from him saying that yo bro it's just a bar bro like uh, like a lot of my bars be really on point but man that's just a flex like i'm not gonna charge two thousand dollars a word i don't even charge for the word i'm doing this because i'm inspired to do it and like you know and, and that's a cool way for me to address like there's a thing going on that I think I get two thousand dollars a word like bro yeah for sure bro nah I'm not charging it because you know I just I, I want to be on the song you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I, I wouldn't do that yeah J. Cole J. Cole is definitely J. Cole is definitely a top five top probably top no not top five maybe top ten rappers of all time and even without features is 
He just J. Cole. He's uh, right. He, he doesn't need the features. He, need he has the features. his own songs exactly. and everything that he has going on. It's Honestly, and who doesn't even like J. Cole? Exactly. Well, there's some people out there that don't like J. Cole. I don't understand. I, I, I think, especially in the South, they love him because he's from Fayetteville, especially mm-hmm. North Carolina. So they love him. So he, he's he's a big part of culture. And when it comes to consistency and catalog, he's definitely up there when it comes to Did all time. You know, time. he came to Central. Yeah, and we booed yeah. him, and we booed yeah, him. Yeah, he I, said he's he, never coming never back. Never coming back here. Yeah. That was when I wasn't here. Yeah, I, I wasn't here either. <laughs> we, were both, we were both in the same grade. So, Jack yeah. please come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. All right, he'll probably go with A&T before he come here. But anyways, uh, what, what else is in the hot report? All right, so the next thing we have is Usher reveals the hardest part of getting ready for the upcoming Super Bowl show. All right. So, Usher is preparing to take his halftime Super Bowl stage in February, despite 30 years of entertainment experience, the singer is still debating the details of his upcoming show. His biggest challenge at the moment is picking the set list. To him, it feels like having 13 minutes to get through an entire legacy of music per entertainment tonight. Yeah, Usher has a big catalog. I understand. He has a lot of great songs. I, I, he has a lot of great songs. And I understand his his problems when it comes to uh, when it comes to you know picking a, a 13 minute. Uh, picking from songs. yeah, pick it for a thirteen minutes uh, <laughs> for a thirteen minute show when you have a twenty year resume. That's right. really that's what really hard. And Brianna said the same thing when she did the Super Bowl halftime show because she's been in the game for a while too. She has a big catalog. It's really hard to uh, pick all you know thirteen minutes of songs from a twenty body career. Twenty. I don't know if it's just year. me or but um, the Super Bowl halftime show feels longer than thirteen minutes. It does, but it is thirteen minutes. Yes, yeah, thirteen minutes. Yeah. It, it really is. Um, what else do we got in the uh, high report? Oh, I, right. I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Usher's your husband, so you'll be front, front row <laughs> at, the, at the Super Bowl, won't you? Um, I don't know about all that, but he is my husband. But he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> what else? Okay, we so the, the last thing we have for y'all is Kylie Jenner's clothing line reportedly rate, ranks in one million within an hour of launching. So basically, Kylie Jenner has officially launched her brand new clothing line, right. Kai. She's actively been promoting it online. And word on the street is that Kai exceeded $1 million in sales within 60 minutes of launching. The 26-year-old officially kicked Kai into gear on November 1st. And she had been hyping it up beforehand on social media. Yeah, all, all the Kardashians need to do, they don't even need to do promotion because just because of that name, that Kardashian Jenner name, they can sell out stuff. So that that's why the that, you know, when they do businesses, they're so, that's why Skim is so successful. Skims, that's why it's the, you know, her lip gloss and their, every time they do something, it's always successful because of that, what their standard is. And, you know, that's a good business move for them to keep. But you can't lie, Kylie's doing, doing a lot right now. Yeah, like, yeah. First it's her uh, makeup business, now it's a clothing Line. Yeah, like that's multiple sources of income. And right she's there. only and she's only twenty six. She's, she's only twenty six. She's not even yeah. She's not even thirty yet. And she's a yeah. billionaire. Yeah, major props to to Kylie. And that was the hot report coming up. We uh coming up. We got that uh that name that tune. If you if, caller number eight, you have to name that tune. That's going to be at twelve forty five. Uh, and it is what it is. Is what's up, Michael? Michael? We shall be back. Host Ebony Reed in the building with me. Uh, coming up. Uh, we got that. Name that tune segment. Uh, you have to name that tune. You gotta be caller number eight um, to win the ten dollar Chick Fil A gift card. Uh, good luck to everybody. It is what it is. Is what's up? What's your mic cook? It's what's up? What's your mic cook? I'm Shamai Cook. I got my guest co-host Ebony Reed. What's going on, Ebony? How you doing? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Good, good, good. And we got a <laughs> caller on the line. Hello, who's this? Hi, 
Faith. Hey, Faith. Well, first of all, you congratulations. Um, so now here's he- <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. You have to, I'm gonna play a song. All right. I'm gonna play a song. Okay. And you have to name that tune. If you if you name that tune and guess the artist in the song correctly, you will win the Chick Fil A gift card. All right. All right, here we go. I'm about to play the song, all right? All right, all right. That's the song. What is the? What is your answer? What is that song? Name that tune. It's Jill Scott, Golden. Congratulations, you win. <laughs> I'm going to put you on hold, get your information. Congratulations, Faith. Uh, if you want to be a winner, just like her next week, call us up, 919-579-2444 is the number. Uh, we, were right back, at the, we were right back at the top of the hour. We got the hot mix of the day. Don't go away. It's what's up with your mic up. And that was the hot mix of the day, DJ Havoc. Thank you so much for that coming up. Uh, Terrence Crawford is in the building, NCCU uh, basketball star. He's in the building live in studio. It's, it is what it is. It's what's up with your mic up. You're listening to What's Hot on NCCU Audience. It's What's Hot with Shemai Cook. I'm Shemai Cook. I got my guest co-host, Ebony Reed, in the building. What's going hey on, Ebony? Hey, everybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, thank you so much for uh, being here, Ebony. And we have a special guest in the building today. Uh, we got NCCU basketball star Terrence Crawford in the building. Senior Terrence Crawford, uh, number three on the NCCU basketball team. Uh, Mr. Crawford, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. No, no problem, no problem. Um, how how have you been? How's the semester going in for you so far? Uh, my semester is really smooth. Honestly, I just um I have an internship um okay with the physical therapy. Oh, that's good. Um, clinic, and then I also have one class that I go to once a week at uh, 6 p.m. So oh wow, academic duties are not you know that taxing this semester. Um, as I'm a senior, so I'm about to be on my way out. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You say you graduate uh, in December, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's good. So, how how are uh, what's your plans after um, after college? Do you gonna, you want to continue basketball or how is that gonna work? Um, I think plan A for right now is to go to grad school. Okay. Um, I've applied to a few schools and now I'm just waiting on to hear back from them um, to go to physical therapy school. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so what made you want to you know play basketball here? Um, really. I look at Coach Moten and um, the culture that he's pretty much built here. Um, I've followed Central for, I don't know, since I was in high school, honestly. When I was a freshman, I came in. I toured the school, and, you know, I liked it. Gotcha. um, When I transferred here, I wanted to continue to play basketball, and I wanted to be a part of a culture, uh, HBCU culture, um, that has a lot of meaning and background to it. So um, that's really what drove my decision to really want to play here okay okay you got any questions ebony um i do have one question so being a student athlete here at north carolina central university do you feel like it has affected your college experience as a student um i can definitely say so um there's some it's some positive things to it it's some negative things to it um i embrace the attention but only positive attention so like, can you, know, you elaborate on that more? Because yeah. I'm trying to understand that, yeah. So, like, when I say by positive attention, like, things like this, coming on the radio station, okay. uh, speaking about these topics, um, going out to, like, when we went to Jersey, we went to the Michael B. Jordan Classic, that's positive attention. Okay. Um, but also negative attention, like, people who you were trying to be cool with, like, before, 
you were an athlete and then you become an athlete and now all these swarm of people ah. who don't really support you for real, but just supporting you and wanting to be on your team because you a student athlete. They trying to leech off of you. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that type of stuff. So I embrace the attention, but I see right through like the negative attention. So ah, I see. Uh, to talk about you talk about the culture a little bit. Talk mm-hmm. about like the culture of Coach Moen because he's a legendary. He played here. This is an alma mater. Right. And talk about the type of culture that he has built in the locker room with you and your teammates. Um, so we had this uh, saying that in this quote that we have is called the standard is a standard. Mm-hmm. So he holds everybody, each player, each coach, even all the way down to the managers and trainers to a standard, and he doesn't break that standard for anyone. So he has high expectations of everyone to go out on the floor and perform, come to practice every day, ready, um, film sessions, weight sessions. So gotcha. simple as that. The standard is a standard. And if you can't meet that standard, then there's going to be some repercussions for it. But if you meet that standard, then you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. Any questions, Ebony? Uh, so, so talk talk about so I I know recently uh, last season you lost uh, one of your teammates, Devin mm-hmm. Butt, uh, and I know you guys were very close as teammates and on and off the court. Talk about how him him losing like you guys losing him has affected the team. Um, I can say this team maybe not so much because we have ten new guys. Okay, so no like disrespect to them but like they don't necessarily understand like all right the relationship that we had with the six returners that we had with him gotcha but the team that we had last year Mm -hmm. we all stay connected we still had the group chat from last year's team and we still check on each other so that right there was just kind of like a a big blow like to the to the to the guys and to the team and the coaches because it's like it was so sudden and nobody really understood what was happening what was going on um but the guys on this team, they respect it. Gotcha. And that's why I have so much respect for them because they're understanding about the situation. They embrace the situation and they're there for the returning guys. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, tomorrow's game, I think we're going to honor him yeah. um, at the beginning of the game before the game. So losing him was a a big blow to the team, like on and off the court. Honestly, he was a, he was a great kid. He was a great dude. Yeah, and I saw one when you guys went to Kansas on your jersey all season. You got DB, um, and then his number. Uh, so that that's that's great for you guys. And I'm so sorry for your loss. And I know how big, uh, how how to lose a, t- a teammate. Cause I have lost a former teammate of mine right. back in high school, and I know how that feels. So I send my condolences to you and um and the rest of that uh that program um over there in the basketball, um department. So talk talk about you know what. Being at HBCU, because it's different from being in at a PWI right. and playing basketball. How does that shape your your dynamic of playing college basketball? Because that's like I said, being you're not at a Duke or like a UNC or a NC State. Talk about your you know how you playing at HBCU makes you want to go be the best that you want to be. Um, so playing at an HBCU is like. It feels like a family atmosphere. Okay. Um, you got the band playing. Yep. You got, you know, sometimes the Greeks come in, they stroll during timeouts and yeah. halftime, stuff like that. Um, and it's just like the atmosphere is just crazy. Even when we go places like Howard and Norfolk, mm-hmm. um, you just feel a different type of energy versus playing there and even here versus going to playing at Kansas. Gotcha. Um, even though it's 17,000 fans in there screaming and it's loud, you can play at McDougal. And it could be 
4,000, 5,000 fans screaming and it's just as loud. Yeah. But it's it's a different type of feeling. Okay. When the support you, is definitely there. The support is there. And it's yeah. the trash talk is more personal at HBCU <laughs> it really is. than it is they, at a PWI. They will look at the roster and call you out yes. by name from the stands. Yes. I are not see scared. You are not scared. Last year when we went to Howard, I had a guy who was calling me by my Instagram handle. Wow. My, like, he was calling me by where I'm from, like, my wow. tra- everything. Like, you hear yeah, it all. Yeah, you're from Graham, North Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, that, oh, that's that's crazy. No, so talk about the MEAC. The MEAC, you know, we got Howard, you got Norfolk, you mm-hmm. got you got, uh, Morgan State. Talk about your competition. How do you guys see, uh, what do you see, how do you see your, your team standing in the MEAC this year? Um, So they got us preseason third, uh, third place which was the same as last year. Yeah. So we're trying to break that, and obviously we want to be in first place. Yeah. Get that regular season championship, get the conference, uh, the MEAC Conference Championship. We're trying to get it all this year. We're going to grab everything that we deserve. We've been working way too hard to come up short. Um, but obviously our biggest competition is going to be Howard and Norfolk, like it is every single every year. Yeah, Howard does always have a good basketball program every year, mm-hmm. and Norfolk does have some great athletes, especially yep. perimeter shooters when it comes to uh, getting into – um, the paint is taking it to the se- uh, the next level. Yeah. Uh, what what's next for you? Um, after this, um, just fo- really focusing on going to PT school, physical okay. therapy school. Um, and if I get some basketball looks, then I'll consider it. But I'm not really too like fond about continuing to go play basketball because okay. that means I'll probably have to go overseas and gotcha. go through that whole process and. It's a lot of negative things going on overseas. Like one of my teammates from last year actually had to send him back because wow. it's too much going on. They were like, he's American. He's in a different country and gotcha. they're not like, they don't like us. So gotcha. they had to send him back. Yep. So it's, it's, it's a lot going on. Okay. I understand. Uh, do, do you, uh, do you plan on going to grad school here? Um, no. So I applied to Duke, High Point, Elon, uh, UNC Chapel Hill. And um, went to Salem State. So okay. You want to stay in the area? Yeah, I yeah. want to stay in state yeah. simply for like tuition purposes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But Duke is like Duke and Elon are probably my top two choices because I mean I look at both programs and it's just like really, really, really well put out and they're both three years. So. Can't you play basketball in grad school? Yes, you can. Cause did it, did it, um Bacon do it last year? Met Bradley Medley. Medley Bacon did it yeah. last year. So it depends on like how many years of eligibility you have left. Okay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think I got one more year, so I could play one more year if I wanted to in grad school. Gotcha. So. But they want to be here. Is that an option? It, yeah, it could be. Okay. If I go to Duke, who wouldn't want to play exactly. Duke? Like, exactly. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I would. I would love to play at Duke. Yeah, that's a that's a historically great uh, great uh, institution for basketball when it comes right. to D1 basketball. Well, Miss Mr. Crawford, thank you so much for coming on the show, and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you so much. Good I luck. appreciate y'all. Good luck. And thank make you. sure you guys go to um, their home opener tomorrow versus Virginia Lynchburg at McDougal McClendon Arena, and you'll see T.S. Crawford on the, on the floor. Um, it is what it is. It's what's up with Michael. We shall be back. It's what's hot with Shemai Cook. I'm Shemai Cook. I got my guest co-host, Ebony Reed, in the building. What's going on, Ebony? How you doing? I just want to say welcome back, y'all. Thank you all for continuing to listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, it's time for that hot question of the day. So recently on my Instagram, um, at Shemai Cook TV, I put a poll out, as I do every week, um, of uh, of a question. And I, and I have my, uh, my followers um, and you, the viewers, um, vote on it. So the, the question this week was, would you date someone with a toxic ex? And 
According to the poll, and over 80 people voted, it was uh, 32% say yes, and 68% of the people say no. Ebony, I'm going to get your take on this. Would you date someone with a, a toxic ex? Honestly, at the age we are now, I feel like I voted yes. Yeah, Because no. honestly, whatever comes before me has nothing to do with me. All right. If that makes sense. So I feel like if I'm in a relationship with you, whatever was before you just shouldn't have an effect on a relationship that we have right now, if that makes sense. So, but that's just me personally, and that's the way I look at it. I'm not dating you because of your, you know, toxic ex or what, whatever you had going on before I came in the picture. I'm dating you because... Of what you have going on for yourself. Yeah. And I'm very picky when it comes to dating people, so it's not going to yeah. be easy, you know? A- a- absolutely. Uh, as you should, you know, to be very picky. You gotta have, have to find Mr. Right, right. Uh, for you. But what about you? I, I, I wouldn't. It depends on the situation. So I feel like if you are forced to deal with that toxic ex, say if you have a child with that toxic ex. You're well, that's for- not what you said in the question. I have not said what I have a question, but... <laughs> I would not, no, I would not, because it, I don't want no no drama in my life. That's not my ministry. Because long as behold, if that toxic ex try to do something to me or try to try you, it, it, it will be a problem. Because I, I don't play, I don't play about you know my significant other. But I'm uh, in, in a way, I feel like it's it's a yes and no. I agree with the poll. I I agree with the poll, but. Like you said, Ebony, you're, I'm, you're very, I'm very picky with when it comes to yeah. different people. So if I know you got a, a, a crazy ex, I, I maybe want to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my ministry. All right. Uh, up next is my quote of the day. Uh, is what's up with Shemai Cook? Thing is perfect It's What's Up with Shamai Cook. I'm Shamai Cook. Got my guest co-host, Ebony Reed, in the building. Thank you so much, Ebony, for coming on the show today. I Thank greatly, you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate you for coming on, and you are welcome back any time, most definitely. All right, it's time for my quote of the day. Wait, first of all, before I get into my quote of the day, Ebony, tell everybody your information, and you t- 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 tell everybody about the uh, Criminal Justice Ambassadors Club. Oh, okay. So basically, um, I am the president of the Criminal Justice Ambassadors Club here at North Carolina Central University. Basically, we are a club that based ourselves based on um, community service and then just, you know, getting more involved within our major. Like we've been to um, some career fairs. We do some community service here on campus. All right. And it's just open to like, you know, meeting other majors within the criminal justice field and building connections and networking so if you are a criminal justice major and if you are interested in joining the club just send the instagram uh dm and we will be happy to add you to the group chat uh, all right that's great initiative that you're doing for criminal justice students here at nccu one of the great uh programs uh departments in our school and in the state actually also Mm -hmm. but thank you so much once again ebony for coming on the show it's time for my it's time for my quote of the day so we can get out of here uh it's uh it it saw this on instagram the purest form of love is is consideration the purest form of love is consideration when someone thinks about how things will make you feel pay attention to detail hold you in regard when making decisions that affect you and bond how the care about you can find can be found in how they may consider you. 
Take that into your life. Hopefully that quote uh, made your day great. And hopefully the show made your day even greater. I love you for listening. I will see you not guys next time. The action never stops. It's what stop with my cook. Stand by. We return to music in one minute. We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Now don't go away.